What are you doing here? I have some bad news for you. All right, cut the act. Just lay it on me. Knight found out that the organization is backing you, and that makes them nervous. You got a job to do. It's none of your concern. Of course it is. That's why I'm here, to protect their interests. That's why they insisted you get me a job on this lot. It was part of the deal. What about our deal? I paid you a lot of money. You work for me, too. It's come down to you or them. And the bottom line is I'm working for them. Didn't you learn anything from all those B-movies you produced? What are you... No! Are you all right? Yeah, fine. You know you're my favorite airbag. I'm not quite sure how to take that, Michael. As a compliment, until further notice. Welcome to Jump In Michael Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. How's everybody doing today? Woohoo! Doing great, guys. Welcome to another episode, number two. With me, I have good old T Macmasunas. How you doing today, girl? Doing great. Can you believe we haven't recorded an episode since November? Nope. Isn't that insane? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So welcome to episode two, guys. I know this was supposed to come out, what, December, January? And then uh, eventually it was like, well, I'll get two episodes back to back because, you know, life is getting in the way. And then life got even more in the way. And we're finally in March. This is March 2nd when we're recording this. And it is. it feels good to be back. What do you think, Tabby? Yes. I don't sound so robotic. Don't sound like Kit, man. <laughs> have some enthusiasm here Woo-hoo. Woo! so a um, couple reasons for delays so uh, we were going to get together obviously we weren't going to do in December because of the whole Christmas time so we we're going to get together in January Tabitha had kind of an accident didn't you you fell down the stairs at school right yeah yeah and you got hurt pretty bad so that kind of put a damper on us on a particular weekend because we like to record on weekends because, you know, the week gets kind of crazy. And uh, so usually that's when um, my wife goes to work. So that's kind of when we get the chance to sit down, watch some movies, watch some Night Rider and then, you know, sit down and record. But you got hurt. And then we had some craziness happen. Number one, we had the polar vortex in Illinois hit us negative 55 degrees. It was insane. And nobody was doing anything, man. I'm surprised that our house maintained as it did during that time. And we were smart. We left the water running so that way our pipes didn't freeze. And we had the heat turned up 10 degrees higher than what it normally is. So that way when the house dropped, it wasn't such a huge difference. 
And then, of course, my wife got pretty sick these past couple of weeks. Everything from shingles to... Uh, it's been pretty insane. So needless to say, life's been getting away. And I appreciate your guys' patience. You know, um, I don't want this to be like the shadowy flight where I record an episode and then there's nothing for like six months. You know, and, and obviously we're off. We're not off to a good start, Tabby. Uh, but you know what? We're working on it, you know, because... We had some priorities. We had the STL episode. Remember that? Our last episode we did together was the year-end episode. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, we did that on Sweep Delay Podcast. For those of you who maybe are not STL listeners, maybe you're just getting, you, maybe you're in the Night Rider and you don't know any of the other shows, but Sweep Delay Podcast podcast been doing for a long, long time, since 2011, I think. And the last episode was the big year in episode where we did the top 20 or, or top 10 movies and songs of 2018. We had Jameson on there. So Tabby, I, and Jameson, we all had our, our top 10 songs, our top 10 movies. It was super fun. It was a big episode. So that was taken up all of December. So that's one of the reasons why we didn't do the show. And then we would have done some more in January. But again, you know, you guys kind of heard the story. So we're going to go ahead and get into our episode review of Fright Night, which is what we were talking about. We're continuing our series uh, from the very first episode, which was, uh, let's see, season three, episode 10 was Lost Night. We're on the theme of guest stars, now famous. So if you're a first time listener and you haven't checked out the first episode, essentially what we do is we're trying to be different than other Knight Rider podcasts who, you know, go in order. And I essentially got on on the shadowy flight when that was rocking and rolling. I got on season two. So I didn't want to repeat myself, especially do the same episodes I did on that on that podcast. And I wanted to do something a little bit different. So the best way of doing it was theme wise, where we where we pick a particular theme and the episodes that match that theme are the ones that we cover. So we're totally going out of order, which is awesome. It keeps things spontaneous. It keeps it fun. And our first episode, we were talking guest stars, now famous, and Jason Bateman was the first person. And I thought we had, I thought, you know, episode one, Tabby, um, I had a lot of fun with. And uh, you really enjoyed that episode of Lost Night. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, you really dig some Jason Bateman. And recently, you uh, got to see another Jason Bateman movie that you hadn't seen at the time we watched that, uh, when we did that review. What was that movie that you just watched? I just watched um, the one movie with Jason Bateman in. That movie was... (laughs) Did you forget the title? Yeah. The Change Up. Oh. Remember the one with Ryan Reynolds where they switch bodies? Remember, you you were laughing oh, hysterically. Yeah. yeah. So we were on our Jason Bateman kick after that episode, and I was like, "You gotta check this movie out," because you know you. Lo- oh, now I remember. Yeah, what yeah, because you know we love some game night, but I was like, "You gotta check this out." So now the changeup is now in our regular rotation now of comedies that we have to watch. Isn't it with Ryan Reynolds in it? Correct. That's the one, with Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. So uh, episode two, in continuing with that theme, is Robert England. So that would be the episode we're talking about today, which is Fright Night. And now this episode takes place in season four, and it is episode 20. So uh, kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit, Tabitha 
just informed me that she does not remember at all episode one of Knight Rider. Is this true? Yes. So she was asking me, like, while we were watching this, so is Michael Knight like a cop or like an FBI agent? I was like, are you serious? Do you not know? And then she finally admitted that, well, I never saw the first episode, so I don't really know. I don't get it all. I'm like, oh, that explains everything. So, of course, I don't want to ruin it, get into all the details. So after this episode, uh, after we record and I edit and post it to you guys, I'm going to show her episode one. Now, of course, episode one is part of our guest stars who are now famous. Uh, we'll get into that at the end of the episode. We're going to go through the next couple episodes uh for the schedule so that way you guys know what to look forward to that way you can watch it send some emails in by the way we have some awesome emails that came in since episode one we got some awesome itunes reviews i'm really excited to read we'll get into that after we get into the review of this so why don't we go ahead tabby and uh let's get rolling and rocking into our review of fright night don't you think someone's trying to destroy your movie such as the phantom of stage 28 action the bathroom stage 28? Let's just call him a guy in a monk suit, okay? Now, I saw that guy, Mr. Knight, and he was real. Michael, I've detected some movement directly behind you. He's all yours. You've had two cracks at him, and you've blown them both. Well, I'll make the next one count. All right, so, Fright Night. So... Uh, now, you've never seen this episode. Is this true? No. <laughs> I, I asked her at the wrong time. She's got to grab her notes here. Okay. So um, let's kind of get into, we'll kind of go high level. So here's essentially what's going on. So this is actually towards the end of the series. There's only, I think, two or three more episodes after this, and then the series is over, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, it pretty, stopped at four seasons. Yeah, there's only four seasons. And, you know, season four is actually my favorite season of Knight Rider. There's a lot of reasons behind it. There's so many episodes that I love. Now, this is your first time being introduced to the RC. He was the black guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of uh, RC? What's your first impressions of that guy? He seemed cool. And then parts he seemed like he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> well, um... It really helps if you see his introduction, mm -hmm. which we'll get into. He's he's really he's a really cool guy. He's very entertaining. Uh, this one was more of a fun episode in regards for RC because usually he's kind of he's he's serious. He gets down and gritty, and he he's all about the action. This is one of the first one of the few episodes where RC gets to have some fun time. So that's. It's probably not the best first impression, but as we continue, especially through season four, you're really going to enjoy RC. And as we skip through episodes, you're probably going to miss him. In fact, you might be like, man, I wish RC was in this scene at that point. So more with him later. So in this particular episode, uh, what we're dealing with is uh, a phantom on stage 28 uh, who appears to be haunting the set of a modern day Western, which is called Raging Sky. And Michael takes on the part of a stunt double uh, while doing some investigating. So here's basically the lowdown. We have Robert England, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger. Okay, so is he the good guy or is he the bad guy? Now, uh, halfway through this episode, you weren't really sure who the bad guy was. Were, no. Okay, so did you just think Robert England was just 
guest starring and just because essentially he's the uh, kind of the front desk if you will of the yeah. of the main of the main girl and uh what were your thoughts uh when you first saw robert england on the episode at first i thought it was finally going to be a change and he was finally going to be a good guy you know he's just wearing a nice sweater talking really nice taking notes well there goes my point well, here's what's funny. So on the very first episode, uh, Doug's mom, who you and I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. as soon as the episode started, she was in the episode. She is, what is her, God, what's her name? Oh, Karen, Karen Bennett. So Karen Bennett is essentially the, she overall runs the movie, if you will, and she's trying everything to keep the movie going there's another guy who wants to shut the movie down because there's been about five or three, three to five accidents in the past five months. So that's the, there's this phantom that's on the stage and, and some people blame him. Other people just think that, well, the, the guy who does the explosions, he doesn't know what he's talking, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. But essentially this guy, he's been doing movies for 28 years He's never had one single problem on a, on a film set. He's never hurt anybody. So the fact that this is happening and he gets fired for, because in the beginning of the episode, uh, there's this guy who there's four explosions and a fifth one goes off and he gets taken out. Now, the first, the very first guy taken out, what were your thoughts on him? What were you were telling me? He looks strangely weird. He looks like somebody in particular. Who were you thinking? When I first saw it, I thought he was going to be Michael's stunt double because he literally looks just like Michael. Right. So, funny story. In the actual show, that's Michael's stunt double. For like, uh, for like, That's what I kind of figured. Yeah, because he looks a lot like David Hasselhoff, but for all the crazy stunts that David Hasselhoff couldn't do, he is Michael's stunt double. But in this, in the beginning, he gets blown up. So they have Michael pretend to be the new stunt double because he looks like the stunt guy who got, you know, injured. Now, here is what's interesting about this episode. It takes place in Hollywood. And there's a very familiar set that we are on that is in a big movie. So Tabitha, there's a particular movie starring Michael J. Fox dealing with the DeLorean time machine. What would that movie be called? Back to the Future. Do you like Back to the Future? Yes. Do you like one, two, and three, the whole series? Yes. Awesome. That is that is the best answer you could give. So uh, for most people, Back to the Future is probably like their favorite trilogy of all time. I know uh, Cobra Kai Peter, uh, good old friend of mine and a hardcore fan of the STL, that's his favorite movie of all time. And this set that is in Back to the Future, a.k.a. the Clock Tower, also the movie theater that Marty crashes into, this is the same film set that they're on filming this movie. So it's pretty sweet. As kids driving around, you can see the Clock Tower or you can see that... uh, Movie theater, which is pretty awesome. Okay, so kind of rolling back to the beginning of the story. So, you know, Devin recommends Michael to go check out this these film 
um, you know, these film accidents because the film company is actually a very good film company. They're not all about the money. They actually do charities, things like that. And Michael really doesn't want to go because he's told, really, I got to go check out a Phantom. He's like, whatever, I'll go. And what I really enjoy are some of the jokes between Kit and Michael in this episode. Uh, I definitely like the one where kind of in the middle, Kit is driving around and he has his windows tinted. And what did you think of uh, when you saw Kit with tinted windows from like one scene it's regular and then the next scene it's tinted? Did you think that was kind of weird or did you like that? I liked it. Uh, doesn't he look cool with like tinted lights? Yeah, I love the I mean, joke. not tinted lights, but uh, tinted windows. Yeah, his joke was, uh, what did he say? We're in Hollywood. I'm wearing my sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. That was pretty funny. Now, um, I absolutely love Kit in the dark. You know, he already looks amazing during the day. You know, yeah. black with the red light. But, you know... During my during my days of season two review, I always loved the episodes where it was nighttime and you got to see Kit just in the awesome black that he is with just the red light shining and stuff. And in this particular episode, we get a pretty awesome scene of Kit in the dark. And so I think this is your first episode seeing Kit at nighttime. What do you think of Kit's appearance uh, when you see him at nighttime? I think it's really cool. Like, all you can see is the red light since he's black, so I think it gives it, like, that kind of spooky but cool effect. Now, uh, what happens is, is that Michael's trying to go investigate uh, the Phantom, and they put Kid in silent mode. So being in silent mode, obviously, you got to turn the lights off. Yeah, it shuts off the lights, which is how I was like, oh, he looks so sweet. So Michael goes and, you know, he's getting a few leads and uh, he actually gets attacked by the Phantom. And the Phantom obviously is Robert England. And what are you doing? I'm picking this up. <laughs> that, that, that is distracting. That's coming it's up. It's distracting you. I was trying to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, let's talk about Robert England as the Phantom. So obviously he's the bad guy. Uh, the motive, essentially, for him is he's basically hired from the studio to do the uh, do some killing because um, they kind of get into some mumbo jumbo. The real big <laughs> de- medical mumbo jumbo. The, the details you really need to know is that the com- the studio will make more money if the movie isn't made versus if the movie is made. So hence why. They have Robert England doing all these crazy accidents on people. So Michael's investigating and, and he is uh, he's in a warehouse and he sees all these cool movie props and his face lights up. He's got this big smile. Now, the first time you see the Phantom, what's your impression of, uh, of the Phantom? And of course, you don't. OK, let's put in the aspect of this. You've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. You've never seen, you've never, you don't know who Freddy Krueger is, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, let's just put ourselves in this mindset. Okay. And you don't know that Robert England is the Phantom, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you think they did a good job of hiding his persona until the reveal? Yes. Okay. And what do you think of his look? I think the, the mask is kind of weird, but I mean, then again, it hides his face. So. Because the mask is a, it's a clear face, 
but it's a it distorts your face underneath. It's something that Batman, like Joker's henchmen, would wear. Yeah, you know. Yeah, now obviously the thing that gives it away would be what his Freddy Krueger voice. His Freddy Krueger voice, which is fantastic. I, I absolutely yes. love it. I mean, he says some crazy stuff, which is great. There, my favorite scene is the in the back of the car. They see Michael and Michael thinks that get this guy named Gavin, who is basically the head of the studio. He thinks that he is the Phantom, but Robert England, his Phantom shows up in the back of his car and he essentially kills him. But before he does that and he takes his mask off for the reveal, they they just do this. The camera is just on his eyes. As he's doing his Freddy Krueger voice, which is freaking awesome. Yeah. And he just talks about, look, it's like, uh, you know, you work for me. I paid you money. He's like, I work for you, but I work for them. And, you know, I'm loyal to them. And then he basically kills them and, and then he takes off. But that's my favorite of of all the Robert England stuff in this episode is that scene because it's so Freddy. It's just so menacing. And, and it's just it's awesome because when you see him. As like I don't I wouldn't say he's a receptionist, but he's kind of like the I don't know the right hand man, if you will, to uh, to Karen, and he's just I wouldn't say he's flamboyant, but he's just I guess extra happy. He kind of yeah. wa- he kind of waves his hands around a little bit, you know. He's just like oh, Mister Knight, you know. Let me tell you a story, you know. He he just seems way too happy to be working there, which I guess is the perfect alib or the perfect way of of you know the perfect way to make him not look like a suspect yeah exactly he you don't think of him as a suspect now uh i definitely like it when michael and him have a conversation and he starts telling michael he's like well who do you think it is and he starts giving him the rundown of, man, in this business, if a producer dies, you have hundreds of people there just to make sure that the jerk is dead, you know, and things like that. He goes, well, that's not the question I asked. And he's like, well, I'm sorry. I thought that uh, I was telling you how, how it was done here. And he goes, you know, this guy isn't playing games and neither am I. And then you get like this crazy look from Robert England. Of just like, you know, I'm going to kill this guy. That's kind of your first clue that he's the bad guy. I mean, obviously I knew he was the bad guy because I've seen this episode before. But let's just say you've never seen this episode before. That's kind of your first clue. Okay, this is the guy. All right. Um, Let's talk about some of the cool lines in this episode. So let's talk about Kit. Uh, What are, do you have a particular favorite line that Kit said in this episode? We're in Hollywood. I need my sunglasses. Okay, so that one's your favorite, right? Yes. Okay, so mine, let's see. I wrote it down here is, okay, this is where Michael is investigating. uh, He's trying to go after the Phantom, and the Mm -hmm. Phantom sets these booby traps for him, and he's on his catwalk because earlier in the episode, he just disappears. Michael can't find him. So he goes back to the same place knowing that there's got to be some sort of secret entrance. And Kit's like, well, there's a bunch of catwalks. He's okay. Let me go check those out. So Mike goes on the catwalk. And I really like this because they build this suspense. They take their time as he's walking to try to – it's kind of like Halloween-esque where – you know, he, the Phantom doesn't attack right away. They're just building the suspense, which is what I really like. It's pretty cool. It's definitely, if you, this would be a perfect episode to play during Halloween. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of like a horror episode. This is what I really dig. 
and Michael is just walking. They got the cool, creepy techno music playing. And then he's on in the middle of a catwalk and it just it explodes and he's just hanging by a rope. And that's when Freddie uh, or the Phantom does this real crazy, you know, oh, this is what you get, Mr. Knight, you know, and the rope's breaking. He calls Kit. Kit comes crashing through. And this is what's awesome. This is at nighttime. Kit crashes through the wall. He breaks a bunch of stuff and then he opens up his uh, sunroof and Michael crashes in. And that's when he says, you know, you're my favorite airbag. And then Kit's like, I hope that's a compliment. He's like, trust me, buddy, it is. That's my favorite line in the whole entire episode. It's just it's total Mike and Kit. You know, it's like, oh, you saved my life again, buddy. Now, I do love how the name of the show is Jump In Michael, you know, mm-hmm. Jump In Michael podcast. And the very first episode he told Doug to jump in. Well, later on in the episode, he says it to Karen to jump in. So it's like two episodes in a row. We got to hear Jump In, the name of the show, which yeah. is pretty awesome. I thought that was pretty cool. Another one of my favorite kit lines is when they're driving to um, chase Robert. And then there's like this paper brick wall. He's like, thank oh, goodness yeah. this was a movie prop. Yeah. <laughs> Not like Kit couldn't. I mean, Kit's, Kit goes yeah. through that stuff like shaving but, I mean, cream. It'd but... be like. But it was it's funny. It's softer though. on him. Right, exactly. So uh, I def there's this running joke of these two old guys, these two they're they're supposedly stuntmen, and one of the guy has this real funny voice. Well, in Back to the Future Three, there's these guys sitting at uh at a you know in a bar at a table, and he's the one that says. You know, you'll be the biggest yellow belly in the West. He's got this real funny voice. And this is the same guy who's in this episode. So we got two Back to the Future references. We got the same guy who's in Back to the Future 3. And then we have, you know, the clock tower, which is pretty sweet. And there's this joke going on about how, oh, cars are taking over for the cowboys. And Kit has a conversation with this guy basically sticking up for cars. And the guy's like, ah, cars suck. You know, they, they ruin Westerns. But then later on, these guys are in a poker game and Kid helps the other guy <laughs> cheat, which is pretty sweet. He's like, you know, if I were you, I would uh, I wouldn't bet that card there. I, I, I'd hold on to that because Kid's still pissed off at the guy who made fun of him. So he helps. So Kid's evil and he helps the other guy win the bet which is freaking awesome that's something kit would do you know and michael kind of gives him crap he's like did you help that guy he's like i just gave him some good statistics mike you know so i definitely enjoyed that it was it was super fun because there's a lot of crazy darkness going on in this episode but we still had some funness which was pretty sweet so i definitely dug that so talking about rc so rc is this he's from chicago He's kind of like he's kind of like a superhero, if you will. He was always clean up the streets, kind of like you know Chicago PD style, you yeah. know, like Voight, you know. But uh, he's all about the action. So in this one, he gets to have some fun because he uh, he's asked to go on the movie set to back up Michael. And in this episode, Bonnie actually wants to be part of the action. Normally, she's all about I want to stay in the semi, do behind the scenes thing. But because she loves westerns, she wanted to be a part of this. So. I wish we could have saw that. That would have been cool, but that's yeah. okay. You know, we'll, we'll get some more Bonnie action later, but, uh, RC, he kind of, he doesn't do a whole lot in this episode, but he's kind of more funny. Cause he, he sees this girl he likes and she can't start. What, what is it? What were they on? Like, uh, 
like, like a golf cart. Like a golf cart. The same kind of golf cart in Pee-wee's Big Adventure that the guys chased Pee-wee on in the Warner Brothers studio. Same exact cart. And the girl can't turn it on, and he's going to open the front. She's like, well, the engine's in the back. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know I knew that. He essentially hits on her, and he gets a date, which is pretty sweet. So that's typical. Like, it was just shows you how cool RC is, and that's what I enjoyed about his performance in this episode is he wasn't all about let's kick some ass. It was more about, you know, let's pick up some chicks, which he's not normally like. So that's why yeah. I enjoyed that, which is pretty cool. So, um... Let's talk. Oh, okay. So you made a line about two killers, one movie. So let's talk about our second killer. Who's our second killer that's in this movie? Oh, Jaws. <laughs> so tell the folks, why do we have Jaws of all people in this episode? What happened? At the end of the episode, Michael and the Phantom are having a fight. And then Michael talks to Kit and he says, Kit, help me out. So then... Jaws, there is this Universal Studios ride that you can go in and you can like encounter Jaws as like a shark experience. And then Jaws, they like, I think they play his music or whatever. And then like he comes out of the water with a fin and then he attacks him. And then Micah makes a joke and says, you know what they say about, you know, I appreciate fish more now. They really do save your life. (laughs) Well, Kit is the one that has the Jaws theme in his car. Yeah. in, in, In the tape deck. He does the Jaws theme, and then all of a sudden Jaws pops out. Freddy Krueger looks up. He's like, what? Michael pounds him, and then boom, there he goes. He goes down. See, I knew something was up because you remember the sign in Jaws of of that girl in the bathing suit on Mm -hmm. the sign, and then they eventually say welcome the, you know, it's supposed to say welcome to Amity, but then they make it look with a shark fin. I saw that picture in the background as Kit's chasing the Phantom, which is a really cool, fun scene of uh, when Michael and Kit are chasing the Phantom. He's uh, he's in his truck. Um, I don't know. Is it truck? I don't know. It's a sports vehicle. Anyways, he he's going really fast. He's going through he's all in these his movies. SUV. Yeah, SUV. He's going through all these movie places. And there's this chaos going on, and he keeps hitting buttons to blow stuff up or or trick Kid and Michael into like the, there's like this spinning thing that Kid has to get out of it. It's all pretty fun, amusing stuff. But eventually they they pass the Amity sign. I'm like, that's the same sign in Jaws. And next thing you know, they're fighting by water. I'm like, I bet you Jaws shows up because I couldn't really remember. I didn't even see the sign, and I automatically knew Jaws was gonna be there because oh, really? they were in Universal Studios and there was water. You thought, oh, so you thought it was Universal Studios, huh? Yeah. At what point does it say Universal Studios? I don't know. I mean, they're in Hollywood. Mm, okay. So needless to say, that was super fun to see. It was great him popping out, but as he was laying down, he had some really bad eyes. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, so um, there's... There was- there was this one background scene early in the thing when Michael first gets there. There's this guy has this thing <laughs> on his back. Like he's got like a spike through him or whatever. Yeah. He's trying to get into a phone booth and you can't get into the phone booth. Yeah, he's supposed to be like impaled by this big spear and the dude can't get in. And that's why it was so funny because Michael just stares at him. He just walks off and they linger the camera on this guy for, for like a good 20 seconds. And it's just real funny. Um, I definitely thought that the comedy and the horror was really balanced in this episode. Um, There's one thing that annoyed me to to no end, but we'll talk about that in a little bit when we get there. So 
Um, Another, so there was this one quote that Michael says. So he's talking to the boom guy or whatever, like, that sets off the things. And then he talks to Kit. He's like, Kit, how many, or like, how many things are wired here? And then he talks about that. And he's like, what is that? And he says, "Uh, just some special effects of my own. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Um, uh, You're talking about the... uh, the guy that's supposed to set off the charges to blow up. To blow up yeah, all the... there's supposed to be four areas on the ground where it blows up. And and number four was rigged at two that had a 20-second delay. Right, which then uh, is what took out the Travis. stuntman in the very beginning. So uh, he, w- he was super fun. So um, overall with the episode, uh, before we get into the turbo boost of the episode... Uh, let's, uh, let's wrap things up and, uh, what was your, cause you've never seen this episode before. Yeah. So what were your overall thoughts? Uh, what did you like? Well, I mean, we went over what we liked. Was there anything you didn't like? And then what would you, what would you grade this episode? The only thing I really didn't like was the mask of the phantom. Really? Okay. Yeah. But other than that, I rank this episode a solid A. A solid A? Really? Like you, you liked it that much? A minus. A minus? I'll get into that in a second. Okay. All right. A minus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's all right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Awesome. Robert England probably helped, right? Yeah. I mean, if he wasn't in it, it'd probably be like, eh, a- maybe a C. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a C. I, it, yeah, because I mean, it That's def- the only reason why it's ranked so high. And the reason why it's not ranked in A, I'll get into it in a second. Okay. All right, so yeah, that's fair enough because let's be honest. If Robert England wasn't in this episode and he wasn't so just Freddy Krueger heavy, it would totally be a C. Yes. For me, I give it a B plus. You know, I I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Robert England takes it a whole new level. I like the comedy, but the reason why I got to give it down is because we got to get into this. Let's get into the turbo boost of the episode. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is uh, my favorite part of the episode is when we discuss the turbo boost of the episode. This is where we rank it because in Knight Rider, everything is always awesome. But of course, you got to top it off when you have the night when you have the turbo boost of the episode. And of course, you know, there's if you don't know how we rank this, you know, we usually do it on a scale of one to ten. And, you know, ten obviously being the absolute best. I mean, it's the most perfect flawless turbo boost you could possibly get and then you have a one where it's just a piece of crap trash and luckily we haven't gotten in any ones even when i was in season two i never had any ones i think the lowest i ever had was like a five or maybe a four so that tells you that they took quality in it because you know later on and let's say the dukes of hazard those jumps get pretty terrible so this particular episode, we're going to talk about the turbo boost. And that's where my ranking goes down for this episode. Yep. There was no freaking turbo boost in this episode. And you didn't even realize You're it. You're right. I didn't. I'm, so I'm pissed at this point. What happened was we finished the episode and I was looking at my notes, writing down my notes. And I didn't see anything for a turbo boost. And I said... Uh, Dad, there wasn't a turbo boost in this episode. He was like, you're right. I've never had a single Night Rider episode with no turbo boost in it. Okay. Welcome to your first one. All right. So here's where, here's where I, th- here's what I think happened. Okay. So we're dealing with 
a Hollywood set, right? Yeah. We got some crazy Hollywood props, mm -hmm. right? We got Jaws in this thing. Yeah. I think what happened is is either A, they ran out of money because of all the crap that they had to pay for, or B, there was no logical way that they could have had a turbo boost in here. So when I'm thinking about it, I mean, I thought that the chase sequence was super fun. Yeah. And, I mean, it was so exhilarating. I wasn't even thinking about turbo boost. So I give it props. I, I still – I don't – okay. If we were to change this episode – what scene could we have added Turbo Boost? I mean, they could have done it in the middle of a chase. You could have hopped over the water. The only thing that would be like the nighttime scene where Kit needs to save Michael, if they would have had it to where he needed to go up like a, uh, like the first floor, mm -hmm. Kit could have Turbo Boost through that. Yeah. That would have been the place I would have put it. The only reason I think they didn't have a Turbo Boost was because they probably rented out the Jaws scene. Cause, and they had to, like, direct the Jaws or whatever. I don't know. It's it's forgivable, but it's not. Because yeah. this is the first time I've never... I haven't seen a Turbo Boost in a Knight Rider episode. When you first watched the um, episode, did you notice there was a Turbo Boost in there? Did you the there first time I watched it was years ago. I mean, I haven't revisited this episode and probably as old as you are you're you're what 16 now yeah it's easily been 16 years since i've seen this so um so yeah i had no idea there wasn't a turbo boost in this episode huh. but it was again you know th that's why you know it's a b plus for me because of the fact that there's no turbo boost but robert england saves this episode if there yes. was no robert england this would be a c a like a c plus it wouldn't be a c minus because i like the story i i like what's going on i thought the comedy and i thought the horror was a perfect balance yeah but the the guy behind the mask is just bland but because of who it is makes the guy behind the mask that much better and the particular scene in the car when you see his eyes and he's doing the Freddy voice, just man, that just that took it from a C to a B plus, man. So good. So, so that, that that's uh that's our uh, that's our turbo boost of the episode. <laughs> Absolutely zero. So uh, we can't give a ranking on this one because there was no turbo boost of the episode. But overall, um, I gave you gave it a, what A minus? You said yeah. A minus. I give it a B plus. That's our review for Fright Night. So let's go ahead, guys. And uh, we got some emails. We got some reviews. So let's go ahead and get into that and hear what you guys had to say. All right, guys. So first thing we're going to do is we're going to get into some emails. So I just want to thank everybody who emailed in. And uh, if you want to write into the show, it's jumpinmichael at gmail.com. So our very first email ever on the show comes from uh, uh, an old STL friend of mine who I like to call Cheerful Charlie. And uh, he's actually part of an awesome Facebook group that I'm in. And uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit uh, when we do the plugging. But uh, here is what uh, my friend uh, Cheerful Charlie had to say. He was talking about uh, Lost Night. He goes, uh, I love the first episode and T-Mac and yourself rocked. She's enthusiastic and gives a fresh perspective on a classic 80s show. Now, um, uh, Lost Night, 
Yep, that was the name of the first episode that we did. So, yes. so he thought you did. Uh, he thought you did a great job. So uh, thank you, Charlie, thank for writing you. in, sir. Uh, hopefully, uh, I get to hear more from you, sir. All right, so let's get into our. I think we got one more. I got a bunch of freaking Twitter emails that there I was got. Just one that said podcast. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, I gotta be a little bit more prepared here. Hold on. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hello. Does it say I, Dave? I know there's one in here. I know we got another one. Okay, because we got another some. Another one. Got another one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my wow, gosh. you have a lot of just silence you gotta edit out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll take care of this in a minute. Let's see. Well, how's everybody's day going? Mine's going great. Did I don't you, care. Did about you find that. it? No. Oh my gosh. I thought there was one more I had. Oh, right there. Jump in, Michael Podcast. Mm. Oh, no, that's just Twitter. It's all Twitter. Twitter. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> you need to come on. There we go. All right. Whoa. So I found it. Look at I, all that. I know, man. This guy wrote in. Woohoo. So this one comes from, uh, this is an old listener from the Shadowy Flight days. So it's great hearing this guy again. This is Dan from uh, Haywood, uh, United Kingdom. So thank you, sir, for writing in. So here's what he had to say. He's writing about Fright Night. He goes, hey, guys, I hope this email reaches you in time to be read uh, during the recording. And he just does a, a laughing face. Yes, sir, you wrote in plenty of time. I promise the next episode we're going to be doing it in about a week or two. So you're not going to have to wait too long. So Fright Night is one of my favorite episodes. I like the setting around the Hollywood sound stages. I like the music we hear when Michael is walking past all the different costumes and props. And I like the stunts. The music was awesome in this episode. Did you like the the music that we were hearing in this? It was real creepy. Yeah. It was like, it was awesome. It gives it that suspense. Yeah, it was pretty cool. The stunt that fabric uh, that fascinates me the most is the one with the robot motorbike rider. Okay, we didn't talk about this. So uh, the very first time that uh, Michael gets attacked, he's attacked by this dude on a motorcycle. And I do like there's kind of a blooper in regards to the motorcycle because when the guy's spinning out, you can see there's like three different, uh, three different tire marks from when he tried to spin out earlier. It, like, like he did the spin out and they said cut and then yeah. let's do it again. You'll notice that sometimes when Kit does a spin out, you'll see the same spin out lines multiple times because they didn't like the way that it went. Yeah. It's kind of what you call a blooper because back in the 80s, they didn't give a crap about that stuff. <laughs> Nobody was 80s. really that the was 80s. That was 30 years, years ago. ago. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, But, yes, I love the robot. I thought that was pretty sweet. Um, he goes, uh, the stunts. All right. So I guess an actual stuntman rode the bike for most of the stunt and then was replaced for the crash landing. But I just can't spot where the editing cuts the two together. Could you? Okay. I agree with you 100%. There was definitely a real person that was on the bike. My guess is it was uh, after the jump because he jumps over Kit. And as soon as he lands, that's when he crashes into the wall. So it, I could tell it was a dummy when it hit the wall. Yeah. So my guess is in the cut, it would be as soon as it landed, that was the, the, the dummy, if you will. That way it could just crash into the wall. So 
Um, I also like that we get Robert England in this and RC's wife, the girl on the uh, electric cart. That was RC's wife in real life. I did not know that. That's pretty sweet. Awesome. No wonder they had chemistry. Holy crap. I like watching the scenes in the soundstage where Michael interviews Liz, uh, Liz, Pers um, Liz Preston. Yeah. Uh, because a careful eye can spot Devin's foundation office in the background. Look at that. Boy, I see, I missed that one. Good times. One thing that puzzles me, though, is that we get Doug's mom from the last podcast episode you did. And even in the 80s, we were expected not to question it. She traded selling plants for selling movies. Have a good episode, Dan from Haywood, UK. Okay, Tabby, so let me tell you something that you're going to see in Knight Rider. All right. So... If there's a particular person that you like in a performance, chances are you're going to see them again in another episode. But so, for example, uh, when you watch episode one, you're going to notice a girl who is in Halloween, too. OK. Uh huh. She's later going to come back as somebody completely different than who she was in that episode. OK. okay? There'll also be another person who was maybe a bad guy in one episode and then is a good guy in another. Now, there are a few characters who who are in one episode and continue to come back as that recurring character, but for the most part, some of the just standard people do make a return. So like Doug's mom, who was in Lost Night, is in this episode, I believe this is the only one that she's in again. She's, uh, you know, Karen Bennett. Uh, that That's her character's name. Uh, she, I think this is, she was only in two episodes, so don't let that phase you. It's pretty cool. So okay. it's something that kind of happened in just your standard 80s show is the same character would get the same actor would play multiple characters, but not at the same season. Like they'd, okay. they'd be like in season one and then they'll be in like season three or, you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. it's too far removed for the most part. So so that's it for our email. So thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Dan, for writing in. I look forward to hearing from you guys some more. Uh, I know, Maria, uh, you're a longtime listener. Uh, I always loved your emails. Hopefully you'll write in as well on the next episode. So speaking of which, before we get into the iTunes reviews, let me guys give you a, a little breakdown here on uh, what our next episode is going to be. So this one was Season 4, Episode 20, which was Fright Night. The next episode, we're going to continue in season four. Again, this is my favorite uh, season. This one is going to be somebody from John Carpenter's Halloween. So John Carpenter's Halloween, who is my favorite horror movie of all time. I believe that is in your, what, top five horror movies of all time? Yes. John Carpenter's Halloween. We're going to deal with Linda, a.k.a. PJ Souls, the blonde. Totally. Oh. Yeah. So we're going to watch her episode which is called uh, Out of the Woods. So that would be Season 4, Episode 14. That's the episode we're going to do uh, in keeping with our theme of guest stars now famous. And then after we're done with that episode, we're going to be finishing things off with Pamela Susan Shoup. And the person who that is would be in Halloween 2. She's the nurse who Michael Myers drowns. And, oh, you know, burns her face. Pool, yeah. yeah. So we're going to kind of stick with the Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, uh -huh. uh, you know, or the Halloween series type people. So the episode we're going to do after we do Out of the Woods, we're going to stick in season four because I love season four. And we're going to introduce you to R.C., and you were wondering why Kit looks so weird, yeah. uh, how he kind of transformed, if you will. That's yeah. going to be Night of the Juggernaut. That's going to be uh, – that will tell you how Kit 
got his look. Okay. That will also tell you how our C comes into play. So we're going to stick in season four for the next few episodes. And then after that, uh, we're going to uh, we're going to then jump to episode one, season one uh, of Night of the Phoenix. And uh, we're going to actually watch that uh, after we do this because you've never seen it before. Yeah. But we'll go back and watch it for that and continue with Pamela uh, Susan Shoup, who's in that episode. And then uh, I am going to skip the Gina Davis episode because I did that in season two on the shadowy flight. I may change my mind. It all depends on you guys. If you guys want to hear it again, you know, hear Tabby's perspective because, you know, you love some Gina Davis, right? You, you know, Thelma and Louise. Remember Thelma and Louise? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gina Davis, uh, you know, she was in a league of their own. Uh, she does. She's in an episode of Knight Rider. So we may do her. She plays a jewel thief. Is she the mom in Stuart Little? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's Gina Davis. Correct. So we, we may do that just so I can get your perspective on her. So okay. so those are the next coming episodes. Uh, we're not going to be doing anything uh, probably for about two to three weeks. Uh, we got, uh, you know, some big wrestling events uh, that we like, that we watch, that, you know, we, you know, we got some event parties that, you know, we just, we just have fun at our house. So, uh, you know, we're going to be doing this, though. We're going to kind of put STL... A little break, if you will. The next time I do an STL episode, it's going to be uh, probably Tavi will be on there. We're going to do a WrestleMania episode, The Road to WrestleMania 35. So I'm looking forward to that. It's not going to be a movie review. It's just going to be all wrestling. So for my wrestling fans, looking forward to that. I usually do some sort of special wrestling episode every year on Sweep, on Sweep Delay Podcast. So that'll be the next episode for that. But we're going to try to focus on this show, try to catch up a little bit because we're a few episodes behind what we should be in March. So uh, let's close things out with uh, pimping a few things out. Uh, first off, we're going to read some iTunes reviews. But let me tell you guys about a, a really cool group that I'm in, which is pretty awesome. So obviously we have the Facebook group of mine, which is Jumpin' Michael Podcast. Uh, so if you want to be a part of that group, feel free to just go to Facebook, type in jump in, got to do a comma between the in and Michael. So jump in comma Michael podcast, a Knight Rider podcast, because I had the name of a Knight Rider podcast so people could find Knight Rider stuff related in iTunes. So uh, look for that. I'll add you to the Facebook group. That's where I post all my stuff. But another Facebook group I'm in is called uh, Unofficial Knight Rider Fan Forum. Kind of a, you know, I know it's a long one, but these guys are super cool. Uh, we got Chris, uh, who's the admin in there, and then Charlie's in there. And we just talk all Knight Rider all the time. A lot of fan fiction stories if you guys are into reading that stuff. It's super fun. Everybody's really cool. Lots of respect. Nobody disrespects anybody, which is awesome. There's a lot of Knight Rider talk coming about David Hasselhoff's coming back to revive Knight Rider. There's a lot of that stuff going on. Uh, my personal opinion on that is that I'm glad we got the news out there. That means something is is going to happen. But there's also been that talk for many years. Um, I think that we shouldn't get our hopes up and wait till we get some sort of announcement from the big trades. You know, like Variety, Entertainment, you know, Weekly. Uh, the news starts reporting it. Just wait till you see that stuff because once it's official, it's going to hit all the news sites. Right now, it's hitting like second level tier, not like top tier. You know, it's not like 
you know, you're, you're getting a variety magazine writing on it. So be on the lookout. That's kind of the news in regards to what's going on out there is David Hasselhoff's trying to announce something's coming up, but we don't know what it is. But if you want to be part of some pretty cool Facebook groups, come to mind, jump in comma Michael podcast group or check out the unofficial Knight Rider fan forum. Super good times. All right, let's get into our iTunes reviews. So Tabby, I am super pumped about this. Now, uh, if you guys don't know, iTunes reviews are very, very important because without them, nobody can find the show. So as of right now, there's not enough star ratings to give us a rating of our show. We're currently sitting at zero stars. Even though everybody has been super awesome and given us five stars on all their reviews, we need a couple more. So if you guys are enjoying this episode, if you enjoyed the last episode, if you're looking forward to what's coming down in the future, if you could just give us a five-star rating, tell us what you like about the show, you know, and just, you know, just it helps get the get the word out there because there's no active Night Rider podcast currently. And I want to get, you know, I want this to, to no offense to anybody, but overpower the shadowy flight uh, feed, if you will, because... That show hasn't been around for a while, and we want people to to look for an active one. You know what I'm saying? So if you could help us out, that'd be great. So let's get into the iTunes review. So uh, our first one comes from Edward Knight, and uh, it says, Different Knight, which I think this is Charlie, but uh, if he, he wrote again, that's awesome. So here's what he said. This show is a different take on a favorite 80s show. Knight Rider, Mike Mack, and T-Mac do a great job reviewing the show. Explanation point. Five stars. So thank you, sir, so much for writing in and giving that iTunes review. I really appreciate it. The next one comes from East Coast. What is that? What does that say? East Coast Yatcher? Yatcher. Yatcher. I like that. That's pretty sweet. Uh, East Coast Yatcher. So this one says, Fun Night Rider Podcast, five stars. I was so bummed when the shadowy flight ended and was so happy to hear that the host is back. And I like the new format. Tabby is very pleasant, too. It's interesting to hear a modern teenager's take on this classic. Looking forward to hearing more explanation points. So there you go, Tabby. You're getting some... Uh, Thanks. Does, does that make you feel good? You're getting, yeah. You're getting some good reviews? You, you got some major props on the Sweep Delay podcast episode. The last one we did, everybody thought you did a good job on that one, too. So, And our final one comes from Maria... I know this Maria. She's been she's been a big supporter, uh, just like Dan, big supporter since Shadowy Flight Day. So thank you for writing this. Here's what she said: Good Night Rider podcast, five stars. Glad to see the Night Rider podcast is back! Exclamation point. The new format seems good. It is cool to hear the co-host T Mac and her thoughts on the show. So thank you guys uh, so much. That is awesome. Cause trust me, anything below five stars always, as a podcaster, makes you feel like crap. So, you know, it's not like we got an ego, but, you, you you know, you put a lot of hard work into it. And when somebody gives you like three stars and they basically tell you you're a piece of crap, it's hard to it's hard to <laughs> not take it personally. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. there's, there's no way that you're going to please everybody. But the way I look at it is this. If I check out a podcast and I don't like it, I don't give them a negative review. I just move on because, you know, that's why I got invented menus at restaurants because everybody's different. They got different flavors. Everybody likes different foods. So if you don't like it, just move on. Don't don't be a jerk about it and give them a bad review. If you like it, then give them a good review. That's that's how I always look at it. You know what I'm saying? So so there you go. No, I'm saying. Know what I'm saying? So um, I think that would be it. We covered emails. Thank you guys for writing. We covered iTunes reviews. So uh, I'm super excited. So be sure to look out for the next episode again. 
the next episode is going to be the PJ Souls episode out of the woods. So if you want to write in, feel free to do so at jumpinmichael at gmail.com. And uh, again, much props to uh, to No More Kings for letting us use jump. Uh, you know, Michael, jump in. I love that song. Thank you for letting us use it as the theme song because it's freaking awesome. And uh, hopefully we'll have some more news the next time we come around. And uh, if you're into wrestling, because, you know, me and Tabby are hardcore wrestling fans. So is my wife. So my our whole family is. Uh, if you like, um, if you want to check out our other show, Sweep Delay Podcast, I've been doing that since 2000, 2011, has it been? Man, it's been forever. So working on the road to 200 on that, man. So that's a good time. Uh, the last episode was the top 10 movies and songs of 2018. So go check that out and then be on the lookout for a WrestleMania, a road to WrestleMania 35 episode. That's going to be fun. So T-Mac, do you got anything uh, you want to you wanna say to the Knight Rider fans out there? Thanks for all the great comments. Your support is very much appreciated. Yes. And are you, so far, are you enjoying the Knight Rider uh, ride in uh, 2019? Yeah. It's pretty cool, huh? Awesome. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you so much, and thank you for your patience. I promise I will try my absolute hardest with all the power invested in me. I need some prayers on this one, but we're going to try to keep this show rolling once a month. So I said that last time, and it took how many months to get a new one? But the the goal is to get another episode in March. So uh, just, you know, just stay on my case about it, man. You know, the more you stay on my case about it, the more I can, uh, push stuff aside. You know, that's the way I look at it. So I hope you guys had a good time with this. I had a blast. It was super fun. And we guy and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. So you guys have a good one. Take care. Let's do this out.